Welcome to the Saints City and Me podcast. I'm Michael, and as always, I'm here with my wonderful co-host, Dan. We're the podcast that sends heartfelt international audio messages to our beloved city and team, all whilst diving deep into the world of football fandom, cultural connections, and the enchanting spirit that defines the city. Tonight, we are extremely excited to be joined by Sergi, who is with, uh, who's, if you are following him on Twitter, it's Who That Nation España. Is that correct, Sergi? Who That Spain. Um, good night, good afternoon, whatever you listen to us. Um, it's a pleasure and an honor to be here um, representing a little bit our Spanish fandom of the of the New Orleans Saints. So thank you for, for having me here with you. It's, it's an honor. It's, it's it's great to have you on. This is exactly the sort of thing that myself and Dan have been trying to do. We want to um, speak to as many international fans about their fandom and about exactly how they became fans of, of the team and also if they're a fan of the city, what, what that sort of means to them. So it's an absolute pleasure for us to to have them on. Isn't that right, Dan? Yeah, no, I was, I was really... We put a... Um... We was putting some feelers out recently and, and, and Sergi came back and, and gave us a follow. So we reached out straight away and said, oh, we'd love to have a conversation with you. And he was he was really keen to go on. So we, we're really privileged to have you on and appreciate you uh, taking the time this evening. It's a bit later for you than it is for us, but just come and have a chat with us. So thank you so much. Appreciate <laughs> thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Let's let's uh, pass with with that part of, of having having thanking everyone. It's okay. Everybody thank and we are <laughs> we all, all, all we're together all, here. All thanked out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so how yeah. how are how are you, Sergi? How are you doing? I'm fine. <laughs> I'm fine. I'm better than the than the Saints um, offensive side of the of the of the ball. <laughs> but I'm fine. Yeah. I'm uh, Excited with a new season of the Saints, yeah. um, the last two games. But but yeah. in general, we are fine. We're fine in Spain. We are we are a little bit hot in Barcelona. I don't know what is happening. We are um, going to a Caribbean place or whatever. We are we're transforming in something something tropical or something because there's it's not normal to be like a thirty degrees to at the at the fourth of October. So. Yeah, we're yeah. fine and just getting that hot weather inside. Yeah, we, we Brits call that an Indian summer for some reason. I have no idea why, but that's that's what we refer it. <laughs> because it's yeah. the summer in India this time of year. Yeah, is that why? I think so. I don't know. Maybe yeah. someone could tell me. Maybe I'm wrong. I've been gotta, to India I, at this time of year. It's very hot. I got to disappear and Google that because I don't think that's right. But anyway, <laughs> swiftly moving on. So, do you um? You touched on obviously the Saints there, I suppose, uh, as an opening to the mm-hmm. podcast. We really ought to talk about the game on Sunday, as much as I don't think anybody particularly wants to talk about that game on Sunday. What What were your thoughts on it, Sergi, watching it from from Spain? Um, about the game of on Sunday. On Mike. Sunday, yeah. Um, we are very disappointed in general here. Uh, we are, it, it's, we're struggling last year. Our main struggling area was the play calling on offense. Yeah. This year we were supposed mm. to be better because we have a decent or a normal quarterback. We have all the aerial weapons um, in shape. Um, maybe the, the running game has a struggling with a suspension of Kamara, but Everything was set, and at the beginning of the season, we were struggling in the in the offensive line. 
Mm-hmm. But now it's getting better each week. But the the, the 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 offensive side of the ball isn't getting better. So um, we're doing a program, also a podcast here in Spanish, um, which is called Abadia Saints. And we were just talking that Monday if it's the time to change the offensive coordinator or not. It's, it's a little bit um, overreacting thing. But um, we are at the same, the same point that we were last year. And that's a little bit... I don't know, disgusting, no? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, oh, yeah. you're right. It's, it, you say it's maybe a little bit too early, but yeah. when you think about the whole of last year, we knew what the problem, we knew what one of the problems was there. We know, you know, it's, it's been, it's been put out in across the media in certain areas in, in New Orleans that Pete Michael didn't want the job. Um, whenever you see him at a presser, it feels like he still doesn't want the job. Yeah. Um, and you, you know, obviously it's early in the season, but our problems, you know, offensively are exactly what they were last year, but with improved weapons. So there has to be something yeah. that changes. I think, I think that's the that's the thing. Is it last year we looked at it and said, it's just just get us a quarterback. We'll be okay. Get us yeah. a quarterback. We'll be fine. This year we've got the quarterback, and then we started slowly, and we said, okay, it's the offensive line. We got that to click. Offensive, as as Sergi said. Offensive line looks better. They're getting better every week. Small steps. Pennings looking better. I mean, James Hurst hasn't looked great. We've had some concussions on the offensive line, but they've held up despite losing um, Cesar Ruiz and despite um, Andres Pete going out this week during the game yeah. with concussion. But it's, I think I was talking to a friend of ours, Ben, on Twitter today, and I sort of said, you know, I think it's the sum of the parts. And until you chip away at it and work, get to the root cause, which I think ultimately we all agree is play calling. Um, I've said it before on here that I think Pete might be the greatest individual at drawing up plays to run, but I just don't think he knows how and when to execute them correctly. Uh, and, you know, we're treading old ground. I don't want to replay stuff. That, you know, on, on Monday, I listened to uh, at least seven Saints podcasts talking about the game because because I'm a sicko. But, you know, the general, you know, I started off with Ross Jackson, moved to Juice, uh, 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 Nick Underhill. I listened to Saints Happy Hour, uh, 28-3 podcast. And, you know, ultimately it all comes down to the same thing. Everyone's saying the play calling is not good enough during the game. It's not. So, you know, whether it's giving Ronald Curry a go, to call plays, I don't, I don't know, but that's the pro- that that to me seems to be the biggest issue. Um, yeah, that we've I, got. I I cannot be more um, agree than that, that that reflection. I think Pete Carmichael is a good designer, no in house, yeah. no. Yeah. It's uh, I think he he writes good good stuff, good playbook at all, uh, general view of the, but on the game plan. And especially on the play call, because on the game plan, you can see the first the first um, drive it used to go more or less, okay. But I have the the feeling that when something is upsetting your drive or your 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 snaps, you know, I, we have a run designed for Tyson Hill. He can run from two to five yards. If he's running just one yard and a half. We are losing the north. I think that that's the we are. He's not able to to have that. No, that um, 
feeling with the, with the matchups um, yeah. mismatches and that 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 kind of things that Sean Payton maybe um, was was mm. that part of the job at that time and and I I think that they need to for to re, to do I don't know how to 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 have some something supporting that part from from them if they want to be to be this season something no I don't know hmm. if, if I'm explaining okay but no no yeah. I I understand I understand exactly what you're saying um, yeah you know if you looked at the game um, and again I'm drawing on the analysis I've I've seen I've heard other people say but you know Tampa played the two said you're not going to take the top off of us. You know, you're going to have to play out, you know, out to the, the sidelines, which is what uh, Derek Carr kept doing. And they knew where the ball was going and they just cut our game out. And and that um, that fake handoff was just farcical, really. Nick Hunter yeah, did the... a really good piece on it, just showing how, how poorly executed it was. Um, I use the analogy, and this might be lost on people around the world, depending on your education system, but in the UK a certain percentage of your exam result is based on coursework and yeah. then you the rest is done on exam you sit in the exam and i've known people through my life when i was at school who were unbelievable at coursework but when they sat in that exam room they absolutely melted and they couldn't they would fail the exam and that's the analogy i use for pete carmichael he might be the best person in the room at coursework but when he has to sit that exam on the field he just seems to get through his first his first drawn up play um, series of plays and then yeah. it just falls apart because he doesn't yeah. seem to ha be able to be impulsive with what he's doing um, yeah. that seems yeah. to I be mean, my my view no and i i think i think that's a really good analogy because that's exactly how it feels because nobody i've yet again as you said you've listened to a number of pods i've listened to a number of people and they all believe that Pete Carmichael has the ability to draw plays. That's not the problem. The problem is implementation. <clears throat> and if that's the case, then you've got to make a change. They're not going to make a sweeping change. I think everybody who's saying maybe put Ronald Curry in, I think literally that is the only change you can make because they mid-season, they're, they're not going to change the scheme. Nothing nothing that big is no. going to change. So you, you just need somebody else who might be able to read the game a little bit better when they're in-game. And, and I think yeah. you have, I mean, it's shocking, nothing underneath, nothing in the slot. You know what I mean? In the middle of the field just is a, a barren land. Yeah. And that is play like, actions. That, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the percentage of play action we do yet again, we're at the lowest end of all the NFL rankings. And it, it, it's that sacrilegious to not, not be utilizing Mike Thomas, who that was, you know, he got slated for the flat that he was mm -hmm. a slant boy. Yeah. But the reason he reason he got that nickname is because he was so good in there. He's so four games it. in. He's four games in, and he's still fit. And what we were all crying out for at the beginning of the season was, "Oh, please, Mike, just stay fit." He's staying fit. And funnily enough, yeah, I think it was in the when Jameis came in, and you know, I'm not I'm not picking Jameis up in any way, shape, or form here. But actually, he started to hit him in that area. There was yeah. progression in that area. So, it, yeah, I don't think you can excuse Carr from all of this because obviously we know that, you know, firstly, he probably shouldn't have played on Sunday. But secondly, yeah. we know he's been holding on to the ball far too long. And even in the presser afterwards where he said he made a couple of angry throws, I'm sorry, you can't be doing that. It's not your show. 
So that's what I do when I that's what I do when I play Madden. <laughs> yeah. Like, and that shows yeah. like an immaturity in some mm. ways that he can't he, you know we talk about cornerbacks having to be able to have a play, having a bad play and going, that's done, I've got to go again. He needs to yeah. have that mentality where if he makes a throw and it's bad, he's got you can't get angry and go, I'm gonna try it again to prove I can make that throw. Move on through you know. That's yeah, but that, that's that's one hundred percent the car. We know that was the car when we when we buy it. So yeah, um, he, he has done all of this all his career. So, but yeah, there are things that have never appeared with Pit Carmichael calling the plays. And um, you see, you have you seen that graphic from? I think it's it's from PFF, which is the the ball placement of the yeah. throws of the car. Yeah. The, the middle, the, the on the second level, um, um, uh, on the rear part of the of the front seven, which is the, the the weakest point of the of the Tampa defense, because they are bleeding from everywhere, so from from the slot, from the cornerbacks, from inside the line, from the linebackers, so they they cannot um, cover all the all the all the field. So that's that that huge hole there that we have the man to uh, to to to. To take that gaps, we have two men that can that can can be the mm. men in, in the gap. One is Mike Thomas, as you said, Mike, but the other one is Kamara with the with the checks and with the screens. And the last two years, we don't see Kamara implied on that type of game of 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 plays. No. And, yeah. And that's yeah. To me, to me, that me. is that is that is sacrilege, as you said, Mike. Yeah. <clears throat> to not have Kamara, you know. Mm-hmm. Use him to his full effectiveness is is really really poor. And if you think back to Derek Carr at Las Vegas with Darren Waller, we talked yeah. about mm-hmm. Juwan Johnson. Gonna, he's going to feast with Derek Carr because obviously, yeah, he would put those balls into that middle part of the field. We're not doing it, so we're not using Mike Thomas's strengths. We're not using our tight end strengths. We're just, you know, we're becoming very one dimensional and predictable. Yeah, um, I, I, in the way I, he I, today, I, I. I, I I didn't understand how we are using Chuan Johnson this year. I I can no. I can see it. we we're not using it. We're not. And and, no. and Derek Derek Carr um, is is what it is. No, it, it's it's a it's a, he exposes a lot the of the ball. No, he he takes risks. That we know yeah. that. But he has also the touch. The the the. the the, yeah, the, the, the accuracy to to find these middle holes, which for instance, Jamais it's it, it's not capable to do. So, mm. I don't know. Um, that's that's why why Andy Dalton was finishing last year because he can do that type of throws at seven, six, five yards, and Derek Carr is it's an it's an upgrade of that. But yeah, yeah. Um, well, apparently an upgrade. But... Apparently, no, apparently, yeah. no, but, but you, you, you see, there there were no drops until this game. So if there are no drops, this would this is because the ball placement is good. The the, yeah, the passes are good. Yeah. So yeah. Um, maybe oh, yeah. he's he's risky sometimes. It's very risk takes his risk. But yeah. yeah. By the time he's playing that mini football, as we said here in Spain, he can be good. So yeah. Yeah, but so, we we you know with the the every Saints fan you know. Unless you're in the Jameis hive, thought it was an upgrade. We all thought it was an upgrade. We were all looking forward to it. He didn't have to be brilliant. Everybody puts him in that ten to fifteen level of just be average. 
if that's where he is yeah exactly if that's where he is and you 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 know you've got the weapons that you've got obviously we know the o-line has been failing a bit but has improved and and funny enough you talk about pete going out with with the concussion it's actually improved since he came in so the fact that the o-line is improving should be giving him more time the weapons that you've got and they're into i mean god you know everybody knows everybody talks about how intelligent alvin kamara is you know for him to turn around after his first game of this season and say that we need to have some tough conversations we haven't and he sort of touched on it well it's been like this for two years and then sort of tried to pull back a little bit because it might have sounded like a criticism of something in-house but when you're throwing i mean if if you had said to me at the beginning of the game on Sunday actually Alvin's going to get 13 passes I would have been I would have been ecstatic thinking oh my god mm. you know he, he, without a doubt 80 90 yards on that he got 33 yards which is apparently an all-time record low for somebody getting that amount of catches so it, on that yeah. on that point Mike the, the, the comment that Alvin made that was Brooke from Orleans dot football that got that yeah. comment Alvin, wasn't it so yeah I yeah. think to get some real questions like that in there is important and I, yeah, I just wanted to almost give her credit because she does she doesn't pull her punches and she she asks no, no, questions no. which is what we want and, as and, we, and we have a play yeah. which is minus seven yards which is it would be mm. much better if that um, exchange play with car carrying the ball wasn't wasn't a good or just yeah. they swap and was Tyson yeah, yeah. Was that, that that was ne- that was never gonna I think yeah again I think Dan's touching it I watched Juice Windham as well and I think he said the call was great the personnel was crap and that's it. It's mm. like no one was moaning about us doing that type of play, but yeah. not with that personnel because, I mean, he. I think he highlighted it. And I, yeah. I think Chris Roslogvu, did I get that right? I'd have to ask. Nicely that. I'd done. Have to ask Ryan. I'll, give, I'll give yeah. you that. I'll give you that. <laughs> I'd, I'd ask Ryan. But even even Chris put something up where he was saying, and you just saw the, the Tampa defense and not for one second were they fooled by it. They had keyed in instantly. And Kamara, yeah. there was, a, I think, a linebacker just just completely ignoring Carr as he came over. <laughs> sure. Yeah, again, great, great play call, wrong personnel. Therein lies part of the problem. That's obviously what's happening with the Saints at the moment. So, you know, we've got we've got Sunday to look forward to with uh, with oh. Mr. Belichick. Is he going Stop. for? Is it? Is is he looking to go it's for his three hundred? Three hundred. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, yeah. a good friend of mine at work is a is a quite a big Patriots fan and. He's like, take the under on this one. Like, it, yeah, it would be lucky if we get a touchdown between either team. But then they just <laughs> signed JC Jackson from uh, yeah. from the Chargers, so that's not not great for us. <laughs> but uh, but then Christian Gonzalez went out injured; he's out for the season. So, yeah. you know, I, I'm not expecting it to be to be a blockbuster game. I still think we no. can win. Um, I still think if we if we can regroup and, and think about what we're doing, I'm not. You know, I'm not writing the season off yet. I think there's opportunities to. Yeah. to improve um i think the timeline is is just disastrous it's my shambles, timeline it? it's a shambles <laughs> it's absolute shambles and i like to be positive because i think you know until it's over it's not over so i i'm on i'm on the mindset that we've got the personnel to do it um it's just it's just i think yeah. mike you said to me uh over text message oh no it's when we, we was chatting watching the game and mike said to me they just need to get in the room and have a clear the air meeting between the players and the coaches and say, this is what doesn't work for us. Yeah. What doesn't work for you and work out how they go forward. That to me is what they need to do. Yeah. yeah. 
I mean, the first like, thing, the first thing they should do is it's a very British thing, and it's a very Premier League old-fashioned football term. Yeah, DA knows to go has to go in there and give someone a give someone a bollocking, an absolute bollocking, no no punches pulled, and, and basically say it's an mm. ultimatum time. If you don't improve, you're out. Sure. You know, maybe maybe not kick him out, but just usher him towards the sidelines because you know it. it Yet again, the mentality in both Spanish football and English football, if a manager is after a quarter of the season is looking like he's it's going to be a disaster, they're gone. Yeah. You know, and that, that mentality maybe needs to sort of be drawn on. But I, I know it's a different game. I know the structures yeah. are different, you know. So, but, yeah, all we can do is hope. <laughs> um, but it seems that... This game, this Sunday, would be like a, an Italian, an old-fashioned Italian game. <laughs> yes, yes. That's a great analogy. I love that. Yeah. That is a great analogy. It's, oh, good, yeah. yeah. Maybe you're going just with a safety and a field goal and we're winning the yeah. game. Yeah. I, I, I think, Sergio, you're absolutely right. It's like watching 1990 Italian football, isn't it? Where AC Milan versus Inter, yeah. Yeah, yes, they uh, just don't, they don't allow any 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 forwards to get a kick. I think you could be right. That's a wonderful analogy. Let's hope it's not like that because God, that was boring back in the day. There's a or, reason that the Premier League and the Spanish league got yeah. the most attention because they were exciting football, and the Italian league, yeah, to, to, to Sergi's analogy, was pretty boring. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's let let's hope that we are the Juventus team, so we're winning. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. absolutely. Without without the cheating, Wait, though, stop. that can be better shit. <laughs> <laughs> nah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Sergio, so, so, yeah, I think um, I think we'll probably move on from sure. the um, the the morning of of our Saints and um, and probably move on to a little bit more about sort of you and your fandom. The question that we always ask uh, people that we get on the pod initially is, was it the Saints or the City? So was it the, the team that you started supporting or were you a fan of the City? Um, it's the City, but um, with, the, with the team. You know, I, uh, I went there in 211, which yeah. was... Which was um, with my wife. We were uh, a road trip all across the United States, and we drive from Orlando to to New Orleans because I I wanted to go there. Just um, I didn't yeah. know anything about the city, but it, it's some sort of attraction, no? What you see yeah. here in Europe and and whatever. So we arrived to there, and there was a, a kickoff. It was a a game between the Packers and the Saints. Oh. 2011, yeah, uh, is that? Yeah, kickoff, yeah, 2011. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think we, we've lost. But <laughs> with the game, I, I see on the on the hotel we were staying, a lot of people with the jerseys, with the, the same jerseys going to the to the to the bar to see the, the game. So we 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 went just there to see what what was happening as a, as a good Spaniards, no? So we we, <laughs> we see a little a little bit of noisy and, and we go there and people there were so lovely so open-minded they explaining us all the things that team do for the city after the Katrina and yeah. actually when we went there we were um, driving and we, we passed down the 
down the, the bridge next to the, the, the Superdome and it was a lot of people um, still living there. So it was a little bit shocking and it was yeah. five years later than, than the Katrina. Yeah. And so they, they explained the, um, the, how that, that team um, rise in some way the city and after that and all the love they they process to to the team and the way they're playing because there's also the way they're playing that that, that game was was very a very good 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 game with with Aaron Rodgers with in, in his prime i think that that year is the the, the year that it was the mvp between Drew Brees and, and Aaron Rodgers which was yeah it was that year and yeah. and it was a lovely game and a lovely city a lovely uniform a lovely logo so I just fell in love with the with this. I was in love with the city. With the two days, two three days was there before, but the team also uh, attracted me and and plugged me and definitely to the city. And after that, we came back. I decided to follow a little bit more the, the American American football here in Spain because um, here in, there's the like the the cable the cable channel the cable company company like the Sky there, but here in Spain, and they were doing like two or three games a week. So I, I begin to another time to, to see, to see, to see every more. And in two, how, 2015, I think, I opened that special account just um, centered on the, yeah. on the on the Saints and uh, until there. So I, 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 I'm trying to speak there what, what it arrived yeah. me from there, what I see. Um, we've done and we, we can we can work um, talk about um, deeper later. But we done a great community with um, we are more than seventy people in Spain, which are a Saints fan, which is not easy in Spain because there's not that culture that you have, for instance, yeah. in London for the music and so on, which plugs you more to the to the city <laughs> of New Orleans. But um, we've done that, and we've created the podcast. I've been. Um, I have, um, I've been lucky to be a part of a big project in Spain, football American, American football in, in with thirty-two fans of other teams with their accounts in Twitter. We do the Spanish ball. I was one, one of the creators. Now it's it's one of the, of the referral um, places here in Spanish. To, to see and to inform football. So I'm very happy with that. But the main point was that visit at the city of New Orleans, see that game, um, see that opener, and I fell in love with the city and with the, with the team. So it's the city because I first went to the city. Yeah. yeah. But, um, so you, yeah, tell me. I was going to say, so did you, did you ever like watch, because obviously the Barcelona Dragons was a NFL sure. team. European yeah. uh, American football team. Did you ever have any interest in in that when they was when they was active, or was it was it something that just didn't get your attention until yeah until the you first the, the first the first wave of that team, which was in the 96, 97? Yeah. early nineties, yeah. yeah, yeah, early nineties. Um, we I, I used to to follow them because I think I, I was attracted for the sport. Um, at, at the yeah. But we can see it a little. in Spain. They were just playing the Super Bowl and that zone, so you only see the Niners basically yeah. every year yeah. or, the <laughs> or the Cowboys. We know that feeling. <laughs> yeah, and and that was a, an open door to the, to American football here in Barcelona, especially in Barcelona, because in 
the other parts of Spain was not that that far. Um, okay, and now with the European League football, with the Spanish ball, we're trying to cover also that league. So I went um, to the stadium twice this year. So I, I can I've I've been reporting from there, from from that that project which is called Spanish Ball and. Um, yeah, it, it, it's it's not that easy. Um, I think the the first wall league was um, too early for the mature of the market mm. here in yeah. in Europe, um, and it was a great idea. Now it's it's a little bit different. It's a little bit different. Yeah. Now now we have this this new franchise in in Madrid, so maybe we have the rivalry Madrid Barcelona. Maybe this is increasing the interest of the sport. So. We'll see gonna have what what's gonna happen uh, next year. You were like like um, London, London monarchs. No monarchs. Yeah. Mm, no, uh, yeah. We I was aware of it. I was probably a bit too young to be interested. But like yeah. you said, if you went into a sports shop in the UK and and there was a NFL jersey, it was generally a 49ers jersey or a Dolphins yeah. jersey. Yeah, that was probably Absolutely. or the Bears. That was probably the extent yeah. of what you would find. Oh yeah, and, and that was all, that was always to do with uh, the fridge, weren't it? For some reason, he really, really took over, took off over here. Um, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll be open. I actually had a Barcelona Dragons uh, jersey. Um, you have it. There was. I, I don't have it anymore. I did have as a child because <laughs> there was a sports shop near us that were closing down. And they were selling them <laughs> off cheap. And my mum bought me a Barcelona jer- Dragons American football jersey and a London Monarchs American football jersey. Oh, okay. I wish yeah. I wish I still had them. I really I, do. I have it yeah. from the 95. From 95, I have that that jersey. I, I think the wall wall Barcelona wins is against London Monarchs, I think. That sounds good. Yeah, I, 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 I went to a, a London Monarchs game. Um not, I wasn't particularly a huge NFL fan. I had a bit of an interest, and obviously the monarch at the time they were fairly big news in London. And I went, but my wife, and this is before she was my wife, her and her and her dad used to go to the monarchs every week. So she she had the jersey and everything. So her she was actually probably into without being into it. She sort of was into NFL before actually I was. Um, so, but she, yeah, she had jerseys and everything. So it's a real shame that she got rid of them. But yeah, it was, it was, I, I think as you touched on, Sergio, I think it was just the market over here wasn't mature enough. Yeah. Um, even if you think about, you know, technology and all that stuff, just the way that people can get, can be into NFL now, you know, the fact that, you know, we have things like the zone. You know, the all the the media companies will at least have some games on in most countries. It's just yeah. easier to connect to it now. So social media, yeah. sure. Mm. Yeah, social media it is makes huge. Such a difference. Yeah. So yeah, it's just it's just a lot easier now, which is why you know we can obviously see the the growth of the game in Europe. Obviously, we know London's London's huge. Obviously, in Germany, uh, a huge market for it in Germany, but. You know, as as Dan mentioned, we spoke to the guys on Saints France. Obviously, now they've got the affiliation with the Saints. We're yeah. hoping something happens for them over there. But but also, I, I think having with Madrid and their new stadium, part of also building that stadium is not exactly like Tottenham, but they've actually done it with an eye on uh, yeah. NFL games going to Madrid as well, haven't they? So, and I think the NFL in a 
I think it was in an article, it might have been last week yeah, or last, week, last, week. last week. Yeah, have said that they're looking to put games on in, in Spain as well, aren't they? So, you know. Yeah, in the Spain and in Brazil. They <laughs> yeah. Last yeah, week. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, which is, yeah, again, fantastic for, for NFL fans in Spain. Um, but also not bad for the NFL itself. To if you can capture large audiences like Spain, yeah. Brazil, yeah. Jesus, the amount of people in Brazil, yeah, you know, they they're gonna they're gonna look to these markets. So, but but the benefit of that I, I, is, yeah, I think that the long shot for them is like the seventy the seventeenth game of each yeah. team would be um, abroad. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you've so. In Spain, I think you've got the Dolphins and the Bears as your allocated team yeah. from a marketing rights point of view. I mean, mm. it the would, Bears. yeah, yeah, it would make some. <laughs> you know, we was the Saints didn't go for the marketing rights initially, and we was quite confused because we thought, yeah. yeah, it makes perfect sense to go to maybe Canada or yeah. France because the whole Cajun Arcadian thing. But let's not forget that. Louisiana, New Orleans was under Spanish rule for, for 40 yeah. years. So, you know, it would make sense if the Saints looked to market in a second country for that to be Spain. Yeah. Yeah, we hope so. <laughs> but yeah. but um, I think I think this maybe maybe I'm I'm entering in, in a point which is not uh, goes very away from the reality. But then the sensation I have here is that in the Spain, Spaniards, and Spain in 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 America, they are um, conceived more as a in, the invasor, no? The bad, the bad guys, you know. <laughs> and <laughs> I know I'm saying, yeah. <laughs> you know, and and they they the French the French connection with the with the with the city of New Orleans, I think it's beer. The logo. The floor de lis is it's it's a French it's a French yeah um, yeah it's a thing I think it's it's more it's more natural instead of being yeah. a, a part of Spain for many many years but I think the the image or the marketing the Spaniards have in most parts of the of the of America and also um, there's a lot of confusion also with Spain and, and Latino and you know yeah 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 yeah. 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 They, they, yeah, they have, yeah. Yeah. Pe yeah, people will talk about Spanish speaking fans, but actually, they're talking about something very different to fans from Spain. They're talking about, you know, people who are fans of, I think I was looking at statistically the most Spanish speaking fans are fans of the Raiders or fans of yeah. the Chargers or um, Arizona because regionally, yeah, where they sit, it, it lends itself more, more to the Spanish speaking fans. So, yeah, but yeah. I, I completely understand what you're saying. We yeah. we have we have to we have two groups here. We have the group with the, the Spain one, and we have also the Hulats, which there's a huge community also in the in the Latin America, and there are, yeah. we have a lot of friends there also, a lot of science fans. We have Nación, for instance, which is a Mexican one, which is very 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 special guy. But you're right, the, the riders. I think it's the the the, the team there. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a lot of fandom of the bears. Also. <laughs> yeah. Also, there's a lot, of, especially in Mexico, and 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 the chargers for San Diego for the close, very close to to Mexico also. And uh, you're totally right. I think um, the Saints in in the Spanish market, um, 
in spite of uh, despite having a, a I don't know if they maintain it but they have a, a channel only in in Spanish um, maybe yes I've seen that yeah um, yeah, we've I'm been with a, with a guy in the in the podcast, um, and, and it's a huge, com- huge, huge community. But also within the United States, I think it's the it's the the, the if, I don't know if maybe it's it's almost as speak spoken as, as English there in in America. There, the, yeah, the North America. Yeah, yep, definitely. Yeah, I don't. I, you could probably tell me, Dan, because you're more of an America file than us. But the, the America doesn't have an official language, does it? Um, so every, I think well, everyone is you. <laughs> I would no, say I, I, you speak to you speak to some American people, and they'll tell you the official language is American. Even yeah, though, but, even but though I, it's, I, it's probably closer to English. But I could I, I, I could be it's wrong. A, no, no, but I, I could be wrong. But actually, go, officially, yeah. officially, there the English is not the national language of the country. So look, if you yeah, uh, if you go to somewhere like New York, I think there's like 60, 70 different languages being spoken in the city of New York. It's yeah. Um, it is outside of those more rural areas. You you can go anywhere and hear a number of different languages. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I mean the thing about it is that you know even though obviously you're talking there, Dan, about you know the the connection between Spain and New Orleans. Obviously, there is a massive connection. You know, you yeah. see it every time you go to the city. If you go into the French Quarter, you see it everywhere. Um, obviously, maybe not as 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 in your face as the French um, influence. Not as obvious, unless you understand. No, it's not. It's not as obvious, but you you can see it all around the place. You know, obviously, we know about the architecture in in the French Quarter. A lot of that is influenced by by Spain because, yeah, when I think when Spain actually because they were France had to pay a debt, didn't they, or something to. To, they couldn't that's afford why they their, got, the cost of the war, so they sold, yeah. the, they sold the city. So they sold it. But from what I understand, those 40 years were pretty formative years for the way that yeah. the, the city was run. So there, there was lots of things that the Spanish did which actually made an improvement to the city. And then obviously, you know, Americans should be grateful. You, you, sold, the, you sold the land back to them. So, you know, yeah. <laughs> they as, should as be as grateful. As, as a Spanish... Um... When you see the, when when I went to for first time in the French Quarter, I see more more Spanish Quarter than French Quarter because yeah. there's a lot of things in Spanish there. Yeah, there are more more than than French. <laughs> I think that there no. more more plagues. The name also yeah. then then yeah. They, they 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 change it. But originally, I think um, especially that part very most close to to Jackson Square. No Jackson Squares. Yes, yeah, that, that's, a, that's all, all that part is very, very, very Spanish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, one yeah. of the one of the biggest misconceptions around the French Quarter is people always associate the French Quarter with the you know the cast iron surroundings of the buildings, and everyone yeah. assumes that that's French, but it's yeah. not. It was the Spanish that came in and put that in around the building. So one of the yeah. most iconic things about the French Quarter, people say, "Oh, look at those iron balconies and things." So French, but it's not. It was it was a very Spanish thing. And Mike, yeah. you said to me before we recorded, the courtyards are very Spanish. Yeah, yeah, um, which yeah, is, yeah, um, yeah. Game. Yeah, you go into you go into the French Quarter, and and I think one of the one of the things that people love to do most is to sit in a courtyard, have a drink, and watch the yeah. world go by. And yeah, game. That's 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 Spain. That's Spain all over it. You know, I, I've been on a couple of the tours of the area, and and uh, you, the very you first see... time. <laughs> Sorry, you 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 can. You can see it on on the porcelain inside of the of the buildings, the the mm. what what we call here the patio de luces, which is the 
the backyard inside of the buildings, which is very, yeah. very, very special from here, from Andalucía, or Sevilla, Granada, all, all that part of that. It's very that very Spanish, and also the balcony, the 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 way we in Spain we work with iron. Also, you can you can yeah. see there. Uh, it's it's much more Spanish than French. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I think yeah. the yeah. It's like even the style of houses, although you know they're very close together yeah. and yeah, yeah. It's it's sort of yeah. It's it's magical. Hey, look, French, American, Creole. Spanish, it's it's a wonderful area to wander around, especially if the sun's out. Hmm. It's a uh, it's a lovely area well, to wander people, around. People will talk a lot about New York being a, a melting the melting pot of America and things, but historically, if you look, if you want to look at a true melting pot of a city, it, it is New Orleans, just because of the the French, the Spanish, the English, the um, yeah. the native peoples, the the people who came over, unfortunately, from from Africa and things on on the slave trade. They've all had their footprint on the city and made just this beautiful you know, I, I, concoction. I think, yeah, I think uh, we, we said a lot. Uh, I've been, we've been also in, in a, a very huge podcast here, which is Histocast, which they they speak about history and they invite us to to talk about Katrina and all that, what happened and the, the yeah. football team there and, and and so on. And they, they told that New Orleans is, is the city in the United States who has an history. Yes, as history in 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 the way Europeans um, conceive history, no, um, you can see the 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 places, no, the yeah, the, the way they look, you know, there's not that um, thing which is very very American, no, they construct huge things, lot of space, yeah. no, and yeah, uh, and New Orleans, oh. you can you can feel the you can feel the history there. There's also history, yeah. Thing. Downtown yeah. Houston is also that you have that feeling also, but not in the same way that, that in, in New Orleans. I don't know if you think about it, but feel the same way about that or not. Oh, I, th I think uh, the first time I went to New Orleans, we walked onto Canal Street and I thought I was in Madrid or Barcelona or, or something like that just because it felt so European. And it felt so familiar to me as well because... Yeah. Growing up in the UK, we went on holiday, and Michael would be saying, you'd go to Europe, that would be where you'd go on yeah. holiday, and it felt so familiar to me um, when I walked into that part of the city. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. When, when So, when what did you, when you and your wife went there in 2011, Sergi, what, what yeah. sort of things were you doing? Obviously, we know you went to the bar and watched the football, <laughs> and, and, and that was a blessing for, for us and you. Um, <laughs> yeah. what, what other things did you do? Did you did you did you sort of do any other things that were memorable that you really enjoyed when you were over there? Yeah, we we arrived very tired. <laughs> that's that's yeah, the, first thing, the first thing I, I have to tell you because we do we do all that road trip, um, which is very beautiful. It's a, it's a very beautiful trip from from Orlando, from Northern Florida to to New Orleans, all the Gulf Coast. You have that that um, town, which is the the town they recorded the Truman Show, in in a in a, mm -hmm. in a panoramic highway. It's very it's a there are also great great beaches, also very white sand and very hot water also, but um, but very beautiful. And we do that trip, and we arrive very very tired. So um, we visit mainly the the. The, the the French Quarter, which was close to yeah. the hotel, hotel was I think is Hilton 
next to the Harras, you know, downtown. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, we, yeah we know it, yeah. So we, we went there. Uh, one, one thing that we love is that there was a, a convention from the Red Hat Society. I don't know if you what if you know what it is, but it's a, it's a society of women which wore um, <laughs> Red Hat, and they were very, very fun, so we have fun with them. And we, <laughs> but it's um, a woman from mainly in the in the early fifties and um, from fifty to sixty, no, a lot of lot of women the convention there. There was two hundred women like this in 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 our hotel. So we went also to to try that that food, no, the the most most the Creole the Creole part. We went to see to to eat some seafood. We were not. Um, we don't try the the gumbo or something like that. It was too hot. <laughs> I think it was also like forty two degrees there. In, in yeah, at the end. and and very the humidity here, like here in Barcelona, we it was very, and also just chilling, chilling in in, in bars and yeah. I remember also taking the the tram going going uh, on the northbound. Don't remember. Exactly what, but just chilling in the in the in the main touristic area. We also go yeah. the typical um, cruise um, with the music inside. Um, who that? Uh, the Tom Sawyer. Who who, who is, is that? In that boat, uh, the river boat. Or the natural like Natchez boat. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We do that. We we also do a walk. Um, and next to the river, see the yeah. music on the on the see the music on the street. We are very fans of, of music at, at home, and 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 everything you you can you can you can find there. Um, on, on Sunday, you can cross some second line, which is okay. Yeah. So, uh, so you, you every did, every typical thing you you can yeah um, i was gonna say add. you did you did everything that's expected of a first time visitor there which sure. you do to you know and and we i think we've said it many times before dan haven't we absolutely nothing wrong with that that's exactly what people should be doing the first time they go to the city yeah. um because it it's still it's still magical dan touched on it when he first went there obviously you touched on it sergi when you first went there and then you know, apart from the city, then you found the saints. Nothing wrong with with going there and being a tourist. I, re I we we spoke about this before. I recommend you go to any foreign city in the world. Be a tourist for your first time there. Do yeah, everything sure. you're yeah. meant to do. I, I wouldn't need to touch on something. Sergi <laughs> said he said he didn't. You didn't try the gumbo. Obviously, jambalaya is incredibly similar to paella. Did you try jambalaya? And from you, does it? If you have tried it, how does it stack up to paella? No. No, you didn't try it. No, I didn't try it. I, I have a problem here, which is my wife doesn't tolerate the spicy thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So my wife's the same. She doesn't like spicy food. Yeah. So I took her to a cage restaurant. She said, it's, I have it's to spicy. be very. <laughs> yeah, I have to be very careful with that. So we we taste the oysters doing the Creole thing. We taste also the. Um, um, shrimps, shrimp with with yeah, they do like in a soup. It's a little bit spicy, or very very nice. We also try the puboy. Yeah, always yeah. you have to do that. And we also we also go to the 
to the Mortons, Mortons, which is the the stick house, uh, keeping a stick house. I think, yeah. I think I might have been there on my first time. I think yeah, I might have been there. Sure, it's like um, good good meat, so easy on the on the on on how do you say that on the grill grill grill, grill yes. meat. Yeah. Uh, also, what do we do? Remember, it's so far time away. Oh yeah, it's a lot. It's a long time ago. But you, 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 you sound like you, you, you sort of did all the things that were expected, and it's, um, you know, it's just trying, trying everything, everything you can for the first time, isn't it? Yeah. So, yeah, exactly. And there's, there's also that point also that which happens to Europe people here in when we go to to the states that there's the point that. As you are not used to the, you're, you're British or you don't have that problem. But when you, we're, you're not used to that, what that type of thing, or you don't know exactly the the way the the New Orleans Orleanians um, act. They do. They are very happy. They are very open. But you're always a little bit, I don't know, yeah. taking a little bit of distance, no? Because you not you never know what what happens. Oh, you, yeah. <laughs> you're just not used to it we have that over here we we have that in this country a little bit between the north and the south of our country yeah if you come to london most people walk with their head down if you go up to the north of england it, it it's different people yeah. greet you people say hello yeah. and when you're not used to it it can it can take you back a little bit it's almost like well what do they want they don't yeah. want anything. Yeah. They're just being friendly. So yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they're yeah. friendly. They're friendly. But yeah, we exactly. Have a bad, and... <laughs> we have a bad, a bad experience before in Chicago. So not not really bad. What we 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 went quickly and and we can hand it out. But we were going to the Delta Center, no, which is the the Chicago Bulls Pavilion, to visit there. And and I I, I told my wife. You never know in that country where you are safe and where you are not. No, that that, that type of, of of streets very very high, no no transit, and one 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 person come to our side and ask ask for money. I just took all I have. That's all I have, man. That's for you. Bye bye. <laughs> and and that experience there make us a little bit more um, cautious. Oh, yeah. And I think what I what I thought that in the very the last years it the the, the period that the cities it's a little bit more more dangerous now, no, that eleven years ago. That's that's, well, that's I think I think the yeah I think there's a yeah from a global point of view if you look at places it's just you know the 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 things that have gone on in the world the last three or four years they've yeah, they've made yeah. changes to people and the way people react yeah. you know we see it in, we see it in London even my um the, the small town I live in outside of London you know five years ago you very rarely would have seen anyone homeless um yeah. in the yeah. city in the town I live in now is quite commonplace I think it's just a it is a, a reflection of you know what the world is it's like it's happening. but you know, yeah, we, a... we're on yeah people are it, it's heading things are heading in the right direction I think um but no I because we see a lot of one of the things that we talk Mike and I talk about is you know you get a lot of bad news comes out of everywhere and yeah. you get all the you know this is all this 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 awful stuff's happened you know you know I follow so many New Orleans news channels, you know, when they had that spate of break-ins at the Superdome where people were getting broken into the car, I saw it everywhere. Yeah. 
because that's you know that sells and stuff but you, you know you know, it's yeah, no different to what i you know where i live you know things like that happen you know just difference in america is they have guns and we don't in europe yeah. we don't. <laughs> yeah <laughs> but, but you know uh we'll stick to the positive stick to the positives and uh yeah to a point sergey's right but you have to be wherever you go you know if you go sure. to any if you go to any foreign place, you've just got to be aware of yourself and aware of your surroundings and also just be careful. You know, don't don't be silly. Um, you are in a, a foreign place from a custom standpoint. You're not really sure how people sometimes act. I've been yeah, I've been to Cape Town and, you know, I had to get, you know, I was literally from my home. If I wanted to go to a bar, I had to get a taxi from my my hotel to a bar and then get to a taxi back i was outrightly told you do not walk along this street that's yeah. the same everywhere you know I, I if when i go to new orleans i know exactly where i'm safe enough Shit. and I, sure. I i don't venture out of it and if i have to do a major journey and dan will tell you i'm straight into a lift or an uber because i'm not taking that chance anyway but that's the same in london i do exactly the same in london sure. So, and, and yeah, again, sorry, Dan, God. As I say, it's interesting because our friends in New Orleans would say to us, oh, yeah, you want to stay here or stay there. But when they came to London for the London Games, um, which is a nice segue, Mike. Yeah, uh, I like that. When they come to the London Games, they, they said, oh, should we stay here? It's quite cheap. I said, like, no, you don't want to stay there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> stay there. yeah. So it's really, close to, it's really close to the city of London. It's like, yeah, you definitely don't want to stay there. Um, no, but you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's just knowing yeah. what you know, and us as tourists, exactly. wherever we go, we're yeah. just it's that, getting that familiarity. But exactly. and, in, uh, yeah, go go for your segue because that was smooth, Dan. I like that. No worries. So, did you did you come to London for the game last year? Sure, we we came we came like twenty six from our group here in Spain, and we wow. we meet there because we are from different parts of Spain, and we meet there everything. We put face all together. You can ask Nick Underhill or Ray Jackson. Um, I've seen the about, photo. I've seen the photo of you with yeah. about, and about the homies in Spain. <laughs> I was not there. I was not there um, because I, I arrived like um, at seven, and then yeah. they they closed the Gatwick Express because they were like oh. um, um, oh, they were train uh, strikes. The train strikes yeah. weren't there. Yeah, and there was the marathon also, and there was no way to to find a a cab, so. I wait for two hours for a cab. It was a little bit oh, disaster by, by arriving. Wow. I have no hotel there. Um, one of of the of the mates here in Spain and um, found a place for me. It was a little bit uh, stressing, but but we were <laughs> there. We have a great time. Um, and you can ask them um, about their homes in Spain. They they are they are very pleased. I also have the opportunity to to go there with in the in the press in the press room because. As in, we're in the project with Spanish ball, so we can, I can chill with with both Ross, Mike Triplett, also with Nick Underhill. Oh, wonderful! On the on the press on the press room, so it was they they are exactly what you see in in yeah. in, in social media. They are very open, and um, you can speak with them no problem. When I, I am very pleased with 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 that, and and I also came. Five years ago, in 2017, six years. Oh, ago, yeah, 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 yeah. With the, that game with against the Dolphins, which was yeah. the the very first thing I saw the 
monster the reality which is having camera um at, at, uh, <laughs> life um and, uh, and yeah, yeah. If, if the saints are coming I, i'm coming and i try also to come for other games yeah uh, such as uh, reporting for the for the for the web but but if the saints are coming i i'm going so we have a great time do you both go you come, for yes yeah we have season tickets at tottenham are you coming uh, over yeah. to the games this week or next week no no uh no I they, they played Wembley, no? The last last they played at Wembley yeah, they, last week and then the Jags and the Falcons, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Jags Jags Bills on Sunday at Tottenham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You are you are um season holders from Tottenham, no? Yeah. For, I for said, the, for the, yeah. For for the for the season for for the for the NFL, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's just the NFL, yeah. Just just check me because I, I've been there like four or five times. To going for the Saints and then I, I went for covering other games, mainly in Wembley. But the last last season, the Saints game is the first time I got the feeling that there was a game between two teams there. There were a lot of Saints jerseys and a lot of Viking jerseys. And yeah. it was more real than it used to be. That it's like mm. a I don't know a, Esperanto, no, with so many jerseys, yeah. so many teams, so many names there, which is very good. It's like a party, but yeah. this time I got the feeling that it was a game between two teams, and there was the two crews, and we have a real, a real interaction there between ones yeah. and the others. Yeah, and- I, I, Sergi, I think you're right. I think part of the reason for that was that, to be fair to the Vikings, on the day of the game, they yeah. they far outnumbered the Saints fans. They were there in in far bigger numbers, uh, and also very distinctive with their with their purple jerseys. The thing about and we touch on it before. The one thing last year which was wonderful compared to 2017 was that the people who came over from America actually felt like yeah. they were really part of New Orleans. They felt like they were the people of New Orleans and. And with that comes their culture, their color, their sound, their, you yeah. know, their, their, and I think that's part of it. The Saints had a, a lot more fans over than I thought would be. I think you'd probably agree, don't you, Dan? Yeah, and a but, lot more fans that we knew as well. Yeah, which was but also they, they, they're just Saints fans, so they are, they're gregarious, they're loud. Um, so they make, make us up heard. For, yeah, they make up for the fact that we were outnumbered by the Vikings. We we've touched it on um, a previous pod. It was only up until myself and Dan were in London for well, sort of from the Thursday onwards. Yeah. On the first two days, all that you saw on the streets was black and gold. If you saw a an NFL fan, they were in black and gold. It was only on the Saturday where you really started to see Vikings fans come in. And a lot of that was because a lot of the Scandinavian fans came over on yeah, Saturday because yeah. they've got big fan clubs over there. But, you know, fair play to the Vikings. They really showed up and showed out. But, yeah, yeah. And also, you know, it was a heartbreaking loss, but the game was really decent as well. You yeah. Know, as much no, as we, yeah. The point I was doing is that in other games, I see a lot of jerseys from a lot of teams. There's not... Yeah. And in that case, maybe there were more Vikings jersey because you you see also more the purple than the than the than the black. That's 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 yeah. facts. But there were a majority of people which was um, um, supporting one of the two teams. 
Yes, there were I, not yeah, so many yeah. other jerseys. Yeah, it wasn't, yeah, yeah. Di- it wasn't as diversified in terms of jerseys that no. were on display. It yeah. was a, yeah. a huge prominence of Vikings if, and Saints fans there. Sergi, if you had so. come, it, I think it was the following week, Dan, wasn't it? Was it the Packers Giants? Yeah. 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 If you had come to that game, you would not have believed how many. And yet again, I know big market team outside of the States, the area of of Green Bay is not very big, but they're a yeah. they're yeah, a massive yeah. international team. We have, and, a, we have a fandom oh, here, huge. huge yeah, space. they're they're um easily half the stadium was Packers fans, and then you know, and there were there were a lot of Giants fans because Giants are well supported. But so you, half of the stadium was Packers, Giants well represented, and then the rest was the normal blend of NFL fans. So you know. You get that when you get a when you get a huge market team, don't you? Sometimes, but you're right about our our the Saints and the Vikings game. It it, it no, felt like but, a contested game, a, a fan wise. Yeah, because if you go like five years ago with that Dolphin Saints day, there were a lot of jer- uh, Saints jerseys, a lot of of Dolphin jerseys also that that Aguamarina they they, they have. Um, but there were a lot, maybe one third of each. You know, one third, one third, and one third yeah. of people with with any type of jersey and i think and if you go regularly there you can see that every time there are more um um, um fandom of the of the team that they are playing no i don't yeah. and and you can see it um up on the opposite side when they played last year in germany in germany it was like like you know it, it was like that Las Vegas, no? Every everyone has his own jersey of his team, and there yeah, was yeah. not a, a real, really, you know. And and in London, yeah. you I think you have that games that take a level that the fandom of Europe goes to there to see their team, not to see yeah. uh, the the show. You know? Oh, but so uh, that's that's probably also part of. I think for a lot of NFL fans in the UK, it's getting more and more difficult to come into London for a game. The ticket prices have increased a bit. The cost of living situation over here is pretty bad. But also to try and get, because most fans that come down, like maybe try and stay over for a night or two, it's it's just become so expensive. So I think now a a lot of the fans of other teams who, just enjoy coming to the London games, probably make a financial decision, which is like, I can't go to both or I can't even go to one of them. So you will get, I mean, that's where you get fans of the teams that are playing who probably get the opportunity to pick up tickets. Um, So I think that's also a a bit of a change. Sure. You know, and, and, And and, you know, a smaller stadium as well. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, it's thirty thousand people less than Wembley, so the, the getting a ticket for for the game at Tottenham is is, is a, a higher concentration of fans actually attend of the teams. Yeah, they have to pay more for it, but yeah. they they you get more. Your point is a very valid one, Sergi. It's you get a, a a fairer balance of fans rather than people yeah. who are just there because yeah. they like the nfl it's a better rivalry experience now maybe yeah absolutely which is absolutely right you, I, I i understand that you're going to the to tottenham stadium with your year your saints year no yeah you're going yes. with with the same yeah, okay. yeah we all, yeah always always <laughs> in state gear so i i, I yeah. can keep i can keep doing that podcast if you do that 
<laughs> yeah. yeah. We like to go and, and, and give some Falcons some abuse. That's my favorite oh, yeah. thing to do. <laughs> <Love it. laughs> yeah. The uh, Just uh, go, quickly going back, uh, Sergio, I know you were not unable to make the evening at the Ninth Ward last year. Um, what did your what did your friends say? Did they enjoy the evening? Because um, they part, <laughs> part of the reason I asked because it was like the anniversary of that night a couple of days ago, wasn't it? So yeah, 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 yeah. they 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 have a great time. But um, we're we're from Spain, you know that we like um, take uh, drink <laughs> a lot. Yes. And and a, a lot and for a long time, you know, we are we are the ones which are the more noisy and the maybe not the 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 ones who drink more, but stays for longer drinking. Longer. So, yeah. yeah, longer. So don't have stamina. We can go. We can stay there for hours. You know, and, <laughs> and they were having a great great time. I think um, if, if some of them could be here. Um, I think they were they they always when they remember that night they they there's a shiny in their on their eyes so they they, they twinkle. yeah yeah they they were very very yeah. very pleased so that was fine very very good it was a, it, it was a yeah game we we've touched on it before it it was a fantastic night and just on you know I just as it was the anniversary just like to put a little thank you out there for James who organised it all. Um, you know, it was a fantastic night, and it was the fact that you had so many fans from so many different areas of yeah. the world that were in there, as well as all the press guys who were absolutely fantastic. If well, yeah. absolutely fantastic as long as they didn't talk to me. Um, <laughs> but yeah, they they were great. But yeah, they were, just, the, the Denmark guys stay there also. The, the, the guys from Denmark. I I don't know actually. I don't know. We're hoping to chat to those guys soon as well. Yeah, we, so we had sure some we'll chats with uh, it's Eric, isn't it? Eric, Eric yeah. Eric? Yeah, we had some yeah. chats with Eric and hope yeah. to have a chat with him soon. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see if they... And, and that's the thing as well, like with what James did and those guys at Dome Patrol, uh, shout yeah. out to, to yeah. Jason from Dome Patrol, who I've actually yeah. purchased a multi oh, you got them fries for yeah i went to bnm <laughs> to get them uh, they, they put on a, a good good event um yeah they got any kind of they got Ross jackson they got john hendrix my trip it was there you know yeah it was it was wonderful for and we were treating people from we were treating people from new orleans like they were celebrities you know brian brian yeah, Henry, yeah. Uh, was there? Yeah, yeah. And I was like, Brian, can I have my photo with you? So, like, and he's just a guy from. He's just a guy from New Orleans who's got a bit of a presence yeah, yeah, on social yeah. media. But it was, yeah. you know, for us to get to meet these people who we've conversed with yeah. for several years on social media. It feels like family and friends are coming to see you for the first time, and, and yeah. I'm sure it felt the same for your friends who were there to to meet Nick Underhill and Ross Jackson to say, "I've been reading yeah. your work for yeah, you know, nine years, eight years, and yeah." You know, things anyway. like that. It does, it just, leaves just, a special place in the, the heart. The, the most yeah. elegant person, the most British person in New Orleans, Ross Jackson. Elegant, huh? <laughs> handsome. <Yeah. laughs> Ross, Ross is one of our oh, wait, favorite we, people. Let's, we love let's Ross. Let's move on because I'm getting a reputation on this pod, so we need to move on from Ross Jackson. <laughs> okay, well, okay, being okay. a Ross, Ross Jackson lover. <laughs> yeah. I, I, said, I said from, from the other side. <laughs> I'm going to end that part by just saying, Jason, your scampi fries are on their way, mate. Yeah. Six that's, that's 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 what we need to. 
Just if you're lucky, I'll bring some to... bacon fries as well. <laughs> yeah, the, I, I, I just wanted to say that I remember all the family of the people in the Authority of Transport in London to <laughs> close down the Gatwick Express <laughs> just two minutes I, before you I told arrived them, to the train. You told them, mate. Sergio, I got, I got so many... Like It's not cheap for me to get a taxi home. From yeah. I live in London, but I live on the outskirts of London. So I got like three different taxis home that yeah. weekend. And it cost me like what, 60, 70 pounds a time. Yeah. <laughs> but it was worth it. I like... Uh, yeah, it I, was I like share your sentiment. One hour and a half in the taxi also. Yeah, yeah, was, yeah. yeah. Gatwick, Gatwick is... Gatwick is the furthest London. Yeah, see, see, and I, I've been to London, London a lot of times. Yeah. And a lot of times. Not, not only for the NFL. My, my best friend was living there for for many years. So once a year at least I, I was yeah. going there and 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 I, I always went to to Luton or to to Stansted, yeah. but never Gatwick is very comfortable when the train is going. So it's yeah, it's yeah. Very, very quick, but yeah, it works. It's like you're you're no, exactly. you're out. Hey, Sergi, you've learned your lesson, mate. Leave Gatwick alone. Nobody <laughs> likes to go to Gatwick in this country. <laughs> I have to admit. Um, just uh, touching on that, obviously you went to Ninth Ward, and then so on the so obviously you had your struggles with the Gatwick Express. Fuck them. Um, <laughs> but then you. Um, so you get into London, your friends got you the hotel. The morning of the game, what do you and your friends do on the morning of the game? Um, we went to, we were close to, um, what was the station? It was in King's Cross going yeah. a little bit, uh, which which is the, the station? We, we were, we were in, a, in an Houston. area. I, Houston. Houston Station? No. That's up the road from King's Cross. Northern, Northern. Are you further north, Camden? Cam, not, not, not that northern, <laughs> northeastern. Oh, is... <laughs> uh, I see you going to, uh, yeah, yeah, I, going I towards Tottenham. Yeah, 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 yeah. So Angel, Highbury, Angel, Angel, Angel. So look at that, that, that London that... knowledge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we <laughs> went to we went to next to the station in Angel. There's like a little street, very European also. And yeah. which was a, a, a place there to have a, a, a quick breakfast. We were like very, very soon in the morning because like at eight o'clock in the morning. So yeah. we went to have breakfast there. I uh, We take the train and go to the to the stadium. I, I wanted to go there like four hours before because of the accredit accreditation, doing that, put all, all the things. So yeah. I have no hotel for the the other night, so I have to take all, all with me. And after that, <clears throat> we we went all together to do a paint <laughs> next to the to the stadium. So we have a good yeah. breakfast there with all, all complete, you know, um, um, everything. Um, you can we we don't do mermaid and something like that. A little bit more Frenchy um, breakfast, but <laughs> <laughs> no, not my no mermaid. No, uh, not beans, I love that. I love that. <laughs> uh, I love I love also mermaid, eh? but we don't do that. that yeah, 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 yeah. Um, <laughs> 
That's well, going to like, be the tagline for this episode. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's like, so, it's <laughs> like um, I, I know, I know Britain's moving backwards in many sort of ways, sort of politically and socially. We haven't gone back to the sort of 1980s yet with Marmite for breakfast, have we? I, I, I like Marmite and toast. I, I, I love Marmite. The, one of the best things that I bought about three years ago is they do that mixture when it was peanut butter and Marmite. That was phenomenal. That was absolutely I, brilliant. I, Betty. I won't lie. I'm more of a Bovril guy, personally. But anyway. Yeah, uh, you're old school. Anyway, sorry, <laughs> sir. <do> I... <laughs> I like We're getting I like into that. a Marmite debate. I do apologise. <laughs> it's okay. So we went there to take a Frenchie, a Frenchie breakfast and go to the stadium. Um, because I mainly um, also was a, another guy from a Spanish ball there. We meet there and we were together and we went to do a paint all together, all, all the people. We have the the big photo, all of us there. They were someone from Spanish TV, which um, contact one of our guys and they do like an interview there for us. We were on the on the on the national TV yeah. Um, news. Yeah, yeah, it was very, very... We also do some joke with the biking people there. Uh, we, we have a great, great time. And then it happens the match. No, we, we that that final kick um, yeah. that could come from, from one side to the other. We meet after the, the game. I went to the to the to the bread room for the conference but it was like everyone was very down that day then yeah. is the, the, the everything was very down uh, no there was no no silver linings that 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 moment yeah. so we meet all the guys Spanish guys after the match and we we went to uh to a bar next to to Queen's Cross to have lunch and we saw the Seahawks what they were the Seahawks. yeah yeah Playing against I don't know who it was a forty-five million points to forty-four million points game, like <laughs> uh, uh, with some some other pains. <laughs> yeah, and we finished the the day there, but it was very very yeah very exciting to result, know. Yeah, yeah, apart from the result, it sounded like it was a fantastic sort of visit over for that for the Saints London game. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. I think the the fact that knowing all the people who is in your Telegram chat and um, speaking every week, overreacting every week about the Saints games, you know all of them just for chatting, but you know them. You mm. put the face on them. Yeah. You put the face and you see you see that messages tape and you identify right. perfectly and that's that's <laughs> yeah. that that's Go that's search. magical. That that's search magical. That's what we are, Mike and I, are all about with this podcast. You know, we've built yeah. such wonderful friendships with people who yeah. some of them we've still not met yet in person. Yeah. But like you say, you, you exchange those messages. And when you actually get to see them, it just brings so much more to the moment because you start, you've built this rapport with someone. You actually get to finally embrace them and say, I'm, I'm so glad to be in your company yeah. and share these moments with you. And that's exactly what a Saint City Me is about as a podcast. You know, and hopefully one day we'll get to do it with you. 
One day you'll get yeah. the Saints to come back to London or the Saints to go to Spain or France, and we will come and we will break bread with you and we will buy you a yeah. drink and we will get to enjoy each other's company. That's exactly what we're here for. Yeah, and, exactly. and, and also, if I came to London with no NFL, I can contact you and we we do a hack because it's it's yeah. a very very it's a very magical moment when when I meet uh, more most of the people there. We we were hugging like we know each other for yeah for a long time and especially especially that five guys we were doing the podcast every week because we not, don't know each other just yeah as we are seeing right now no so and we have some some episodes we we have a little bit um i don't know how to say susto i we had a, a scary a scary we were we we have a scary episode one day which one of us was not reacting and it was a little bit hey look look at my uh, my um, hugging hang you know hug with them it was like real no and people you know it, it shares you everything uh, something that you feel very strong and that moment and that game for us was magical in that sense that yeah we put all yeah face one each other we know each other and we enjoy together the company we couldn't enjoy yeah. a win that's the the pity part but but um, i will i will always remember that that game mm. because of that because i i yeah. met most of my um casa saints people which is yeah. what we what we talk about or people here yeah and we, that, that is Go on, Mike. Go on. for it. No, no, go on. No, you, you're good. You're good. No, I, I, I was going to say yeah, that 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 in itself is beautiful because I think that's. Uh, I think Dan just quickly touched on it. You know, I, I've. I, I mean, I'm the same thing. I'm on Saturday night. Um, I've had to book myself into a hotel in London for two nights because even though the Saints aren't playing, obviously myself and Dan are going to the game on Sunday. But I'm in a a WhatsApp group with. Saints fans and a number of those Saints fans are coming down on Saturday to go to the game on Sunday. Yeah. But yeah, again, there's there, you know, there might be 15 people coming down, 10 of them I've never met in my life. I've only interacted with them online. And it that's yeah. one of the wonderful things about wonderful things about the NFL, actually, not even just yeah, Saints sure, fans. Sure. Wonderful thing about the NFL is that these guys are coming down to watch two teams that they don't support on a Sunday in a beautiful stadium, in a shit area. Um, uh, uh, <laughs> Dan's, a Dan's a Tottenham fan. But, fair, um, fair, fair, fair comment. Did you think, Dan, that, that story started to feel very beautiful and wonderful? It was. It was just... It. No, yeah, but the, yeah. the beauty of it is, is that it's not like the Saints community in Spain. Absolutely wonderful. You you spoke about that last year, meeting some guys, and it's the same same for everyone. I think. Yeah, sure. I've got, I'm getting this opportunity on Saturday to meet a number of people who I've interacted with but never met in my life, and that's yeah. the NFL. Brilliant. Yeah, yeah, and that's little communities we're we're buying we're we're buying here. We, yeah. I've also I have I'm. Very lucky to be on the on the on that project, which is major, which all yeah. the franchises, and and I I know I know many people there, which is incredible. Also, and the the the, the thing that connects us is, is is the sport. So, 
yeah, went yeah. with I went to the to the game with a Seattle's fan, which is uh, it's like a friend, and I see him two times in my life. So, but I know him. We we WhatsApp uh, when there's something. We oh, oh, everything is fine. So mm. and and I'm very fortunate to have also that group, which in in some moments which are very difficult in in my life, professionally, whatever. I have that escape way, you know, with talking with them, doing programs with them, and connect in some sort of way, which escape a little bit of the, your reality and you know, yeah. your 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 team is it's like trash, but you have thirty one more trashes and one which is happy. That, <laughs> that that's about that sport. Yeah, balances it out. Yeah, yeah. So, just uh, go on, so Dan, your, your turn this time. No, yeah. I was going to just ask you, like, just from a personal, who's who? Who are, who are like your favorite players? Who are your favorite Saints players? Um, now today. Well, now or even ever. Uh, most people say Drew. We normally say you can't say Drew, but you now who's your, who's your favorite player now, and who's your favorite player ever? My favorite player now. It's it's not an easy question because I'm I like a lot Marshall Latimore. Yeah, I yes, think great, that great that guy that guy for me is top one in yeah. in our in our team. Um, if he's if if he's okay, our defense is okay. It's it's mathematical. So yeah. I like and and in 217 that draft I think that having the having Marshall Latimore in that equation I think our defense take a step forward which yeah. I appreciate that and and we sometimes we forgot that he had only what one bad year which is was the second which I think maybe something in his hair the young the to be so young and so on mm. he was not professional that second year but. Um, a part of that little parenthesis, which is more a thing of youngness than than, than yeah, anything. Immaturity, yeah, yeah. Immaturity, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I, I I love Marshall Latimore. I and also I love Alvin Kamara from from our actual yeah. squad. Um, um <laughs> and the other one I, I love it, it's my it's my I love Tyson Hill. I think it's our <laughs> best player. I don't, yeah, yeah. Um, it, it, I think it, I think if, if if Tyson Hill was in another team or in another franchise, I think it would be much more considerated than it is in in our team, because he's doing um, literally everything. So yeah, and he's doing everything in a high level. So it, it's not yeah. easy. It's in, there's yeah. not a lot I, of, I think. So I think part of the problem, yeah, going with Taysom is that I think people have a slight, they put a slight on his name because he wanted to be a QB, but that's what he grew up wanting to be. Like, so he's not, well, look, we say he's not a, a, a NFL level QB and he's probably not, but yet again, his record is really good. Um, probably he's, we he's do, his accuracy is also very, very good. His percentage yeah. of throwing. Yeah, but also the, the other thing about it is that I think so people sometimes have a slight on him because of the QB thing. He wanted to be a QB. Yeah. Hey, look, that's what he wanted to be growing up. If you got the opportunity, you take it. That sort of sometimes takes away from his all-round ability. You know, you obviously you, you've had, I can't remember who it was on the um, 
on on the was it the Carolina game where he said he's the he's one of the best football players I've Ross ever seen. Tucker. It was Ross Tucker, yeah. But actually, I don't think he's wrong because he's talking about all round football players. Yeah. And as you touched on, Sergi, he can do he can play maybe three or four positions at a really high level. You know, yeah. not just one, not just two, four. And actually, he can probably play a fifth at a very good level. So yeah, he, I, I, yeah, yeah. If he yeah. played rugby, yeah, he would be. He would be. Uh, sure. He'd be a superstar. He could play both sides of the ball. Yeah, he'd be amazing. But in, as a rugby player, people would go, "This guy's just fantastic." So in yeah, NFL, yeah. you have to get stuck in your pocket. No yeah. pun intended, and you stay in your pocket. Yeah, stay yeah, in yeah. your lane. And yeah. and uh, more, uh, more, <laughs> more time. Um, we love here in Casa Saints. We love um, Cam Jordan. Which was in yep. Spain this summer, and he spends some time with with two of our guys. Yeah, look, look at Tyson. Hey, look, I, I've got. I'm a fan as well, my friend. I need. I need one of those. I need one of those. Uh... <laughs> DH okay. Sorry, um, did I say that out loud? <laughs> <laughs> we love. We love also Cam Jordan here in Spain. We love yeah. him so much. Too many years. Too high. Le too uh, super level. Yeah, and um, and also it's 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 that type of person that our rivals hate him. So yes. a part of being productive, a part it, it makes our, our our rivals, especially that Panthers and then that Falcons fans, um, mm. completely completely mad, and that's why why we love him. And how, how can I ask? Obviously, how, how, do you obviously know how Reece, long Bush, Sorry, Sergi. I was going to ask. Do you know how long Cam Jordan was actually out in Spain? Because it felt like he was out there for about sixteen <laughs> weeks. I mean, um, he, he he was coming and going. All right. Know? So all right. So he was he sort of based himself there. What was moving around and coming back? No, he's he's no. He was going to back the NBA NBA finals. He's going to oh, NBA. Okay. and he comes back to Spain to visit Sevilla for the champion. Yeah, 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 yeah. After that, see, he goes to the Arsenal to Arsenal to see Arsenal game, Tottenham game, I, I think also Tottenham Arsenal. And, uh, uh, Mark, I think Mark Ingram. Came, no, Mark Ingram went to a Chelsea game. So they was there was a number of uh, Saints current and former players who came over together. Demario, Craig Robertson, Cam. Who's yeah. Mark Ingram um, got? Has he Mark got, Ingram? He's got an no, investment but, in the team, hasn't but, he? Is it Cardiff? DC United. DC United, I think. I think now he's got. An, I'm sure he's got an investment in the UK well, team maybe. as well. I think it might be Chelsea. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, mate. Okay, yeah. so um, he can Cam Jordan come to Barcelona to see Barcelona squad, also to see Real Madrid, Atlético de Madrid, um, Sevilla, Betis, a lot of places. But he he was not established here, you know. No, it's, yeah, was going moving and, around, and he, and he has. It was like an activation from the NFL. Um, trying to in that international program to approach, and they were I don't know. He was ah, also right. in, in Mallorca. He was spending some time mm. there, and there was that guys from from Cien Yardas, which is a, a major podcast here in Spain, that got him for three four days, and they um, show him some traditional based um, sports. Yeah, he was yeah, interacting yeah, and. That. And David yeah. and, and Nacho, which are one, two of our guys here in Spain, from the, they had the opportunity to know him, to spend time with him. So oh, it was an incredible, wow. incredible Brilliant. experience from there, from for them. Yeah. And we 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 can we can 
leave it here from so it was like at, at least it was like two months it was going and coming and going from the NBA yeah. finals to the final of the league and and that part in I think early June I think it was yeah. early June must be nice having that lifestyle yeah yeah mm. <laughs> 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 no dad leave it alone <laughs> All right, anyway. <laughs> one day, so, one day, one day, one day. Yeah. You never know. <laughs> Who knows? So, Keep playing um, the lottery. Yeah. So, um, personally, from, from my point of view, I'd just like to thank you so much for coming on. Um, it, It's great to, to talk to yourself and also just get a perspective on what the situation is in Spain. Um, Yet again, it'll be wonderful if you get the opportunity maybe next year to come over for the London Games, obviously, even if the Saints ain't there, um, yeah. to come over. And myself and Dan would love to to meet up with you and have some Marmite on toast. Um, but <laughs> so I, I, from myself, I'd just like to say, I'd personally like to thank you for coming on. It's, you know, it's great to get international fans on here and just to hear their stories. I find it so bloody interesting. So thank you. Yeah. Yeah, I... I, I... Echo that, Sergio. I'd, I'd love to have you come back on, maybe bring a couple of the uh, the other guys from Casa Saints on with you. We can have a real real dialogue, real conversation. Yeah. Maybe we don't even get to talk about those guys in their fandom. We just talk Saints for, for 90 minutes. <laughs> uh, it'd just be really, really cool uh, just to, to have that conversation with your friends as well. Um, and, and, you know, have you guys back on. We'd absolutely love that. It's been a real pleasure talking to you. I found it incredibly interesting. Um, absolutely. Yeah, enjoy. Really enjoyed talking to you about the Saints at the start. Your your personal insight, your thoughts on things, and then learning about your journey to, to become a Saints fan and and where you are now. It's 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 wonderful. Um, yeah, yeah, maybe if we get to Spain, we can hook up with you some some point. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> okay. yeah. I don't think Mike will be going because Arsenal <laughs> always lose to Barcelona. So if you come to if you come to Barcelona, it would it would be my pleasure to. To, to meet you here. Um, yeah. I will try to go to London. I, I, I'm always trying to go every year. This year, uh, all the spots were, were were taken and I have also with my professional um, yeah, things, the, weekend, yeah. the weekends, <laughs> we have a little bit tight, so um, yeah. it's not easy. And I I had the opportunities to first weekends, but we had two, two season games at home and one and other one, uh, two, two, two home games and one uh, following the other. So it's it's a strange thing, but this year has has come. And again, it's my honor to be here. Thank you for your invitation and keep in touch. Um, and keep, yeah, uh, we'll, we will. And keep we're, doing we're that. Which you is, now. Yeah. Okay, thank we're, you. We're, yeah, we will. And okay. Yeah, okay. So, thank you. Thank you once more. Yeah. Thank I was going to say, you can, you can, it's on the ticker, you can follow uh, Sergio Hudat Spain. Um, also, if you go to SpanishBowl.com, uh, what he's been talking about, you can you can get on that website there and, um, yeah. and see what he's, what he's been talking about there. But absolute pleasure, Sergi. Uh, we would love to have you on again. And uh, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. Just a, just a PS because people here yeah. only listen, only listen, don't, don't see, no? We put it on YouTube as well. Ah, okay, okay. Just for the people who see, you, you, you have to have the feeling I have now. I have two, two people, English people above me, and they are like uh, <laughs> looking at me down. <laughs> just, uh, I feel, if I, if I, man, I, I I've, I've never been so around. fluent in English. It's because I was pressured here from. from <laughs> <above>. <laughs>
I can't move him. It depends on it's the order no, you join the well, chat. Well, so, so can, okay. I, can I just it's say okay. what, a what a wonderful it's, moment, Wendy? It's, it's okay. Thank you very much. Thank you, Dan. Thank Cheers, you, Mike. Thanks, mate. Appreciate you. Thank you. <laughs>